Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Easy Diz It podcast, where we discuss Disney and Disney vacation planning through the lens of mindfulness and behavioral science. Sounds like fun, right? I think so. That's why I started the podcast. And I hope you agree. So here up front, we're going to talk about the news. Uh, then we'll do some trivia. And then we'll get right into our travel planning segment. Our travel planning segment today is going to be a follow-up from last uh, episode. Last episode, we talked about, you know, uh, those frustrations that we can have about and at Disney. And this week, we're going to talk about uh, setting some goals that we can move towards. Uh, when those frustrations arise. And then after that, we're going to actually talk to my brother Josh uh, for the interview segment, uh, Disney Disasters. And Josh is going to share with us um, a, a little bit of uh, Type 3 fun, as he calls it. But right now, let's get into the Disney news with my wife, Autumn. Hello, Autumn. Hi, everyone. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. I'm really glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice uh, recording uh, some of the other segments. It's it's a very uh, solitary pursuit. <laughs> it's nice know? to do it with somebody. It is. It's nice to have you here. Yeah. If you're new here, and I'm sure you are because this is the second podcast, <laughs> we do news a little bit different. This is Highly Suspect Headlines, where I give Autumn some headlines, and she has to guess which ones are legit and which ones are fake news. Are you ready, Autumn? I'm ready. Are you ready, Autumn? I'm ready. All right. Here's a movie one. Incredibles 3 movie announced, starring Jack Black as a rock and roll villain. Ooh, I love The Incredibles. Incredibles 3, Jack Black as a villain. I'm going to say that's true. It's false. But you want it to be true, right? I want right? it to be true. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, that would be great. And he yeah. would be totally fit in The Incredibles, I feel like. I think so. Yeah, I think Jack Black would make a great villain. I feel like he is. He has been a rock and roll villain. He is. That's like, is, I guess he's typecasting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely typecasting <laughs> Jack Black here. He is always in a music-based... Has he been a villain? A hero, too. Yeah, he's usually the hero. Has he been a villain? Yes, he has. All right, we're going to look that up. Yes. We're going to look that up. All right. Disney to move 2,000 employees of their Parks, Experiences, and Products division from Southern California to outside Orlando. Hmm. I'm going to say that's true. It is true. It's kind of too boring to be fake, right? Yeah, I mean... I'm going to have to throw in some really boring (laughs) fake ones. I I was trying to think about why, but I was like, well, it sounds like a move that they might make for various reasons. Yeah, I think one of the reasons is, you know, Disney World, where Disneyland, that's where it came from, but Disney World is like much bigger in terms of just revenue and not just size, but and just the amount of visitors. I wonder if they're going to be able to work virtually if there are roles that have to be, because that's like a huge, that's literally across the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, they are literally like... moving 2,000 employees. They're finding housing. Um, they're helping them relocate. They're oh, wow. building a compound or taking over a compound outside of, uh, it's Lake Nona, outside of Orlando. It's about a 30-minute drive from Disney World. Oh, wow. Well, that's, I just can't imagine, like, if, like, yesterday, Justin, you had a call and it was like, oh, we got to move to Florida. <laughs> like, we have to move to California and we're in Connecticut. Yeah. I'm sure like, there will. Wow! I mean, yeah. if they're going to help and give you housing and stuff, that makes it. Much there will easier, be some but... people that say no. Yeah. There. I mean, just like culturally, going from South Carolina to Central Florida. South Cal. You said California. Oh, South Car- Southern California, SoCal, as the the cool people it's... in the know call it. Yep. To Central Central Florida or Sen Flow, as the cool people in the know call it. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to be tough. Uh, And some people will probably refuse. 
Yeah, I mean, no. hey, but if they're helping, like, if it was like, hey, we're going to, like, give yeah. you lodging yeah. and help you out with food. But, like, schools, like, like, what are yeah. they going to do with that, you know? Like, schools. I think they're in Burbank. What are the schools in Burbank? I imagine the school is like, very different from Southern California to Florida. Yeah. Um, Interesting. All right, here's another one. Uh, Disney changes fireworks show announcement to a more inclusive message, setting off some conservatives. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That could be true or that could be false. Fireworks. Switching to a more inclusive message. I'm going to say it's true. I'm going with all truths today, I guess. It is true. <gasps> it is true. So instead of the longstanding, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, the shows will now be prefaced with one that swaps gender specificity uh, for dreamers of all ages. Hmm. I kind of like that better. I like it. Dreamers well, of all, all ages. ages. And I feel like that when you think about Disney, like that he wanted like he wanted adults to be able to find joy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it was it was built on the premise of that everybody. Yeah. So, well and I think so he I mean, says like ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's like it's cool, but it's kinda old like timey. Ve- it's it? very old time. It's very nineteen yeah. fifties. Yeah. Which makes sense for which right, <laughs> for when right. Disney opened, but not in twenty twenty one. Yeah. And yeah. like Dreamers of all ages, like it's not just inclusive, yeah. but I think it just sounds. I feel cooler. like that fits. And yeah, it sounds like more magical. Like ladies and gentlemen, like it sounds like like a boring thing. Yeah, a boring thing is going to happen. Not yeah. like this guy is going to explode with magic dreamers. and delight. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good point, baby. Yeah, it does, I think it's more the dreamers is more fitting to what what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. When are they making like, this change? Uh, it's already happened. That change has already happened at this point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alright, Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I've got for highly suspect headlines. Alright, you know what uh, that means it's time for everybody is a Stumps J, which is basically <laughs> what I find really uh, good facts, which is not easy, my friends, because Justin knows a lot don't, about Disney and Universal no, stuff. Don't hype me up, because um, now when I get them wrong, I'm going to sound dumb. <laughs> So you got to stress how hard these facts are. But they're hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, lead in with that. Some of them are hard. Um, but okay, so let's start. What was Buzz Lightyear's original name? It's oh, not Buzz Lightyear. I knew this at one point. I think you did. I feel like I heard it from you years ago. So, okay. I, no, that was Woody. Let me know if you want a hint. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to need more. a hint on this Okay, one. so the hint is... The person is the second person to walk on the moon. Who's named after? Oh. It doesn't tell you the original name, but it tells you a little bit about. That might jog your memory. Wait. So his so original wait, Buzz, name Buzz wasn't. Aldrin was the second, wasn't he? Yes, very good. So that's part of it. Who was the? What was the original name? Oh, 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 uh, Neil uh, Lightyear. No, no, no. <laughs> it's alliterative. Oh, Neil. Uses, no, it's not Neil at all. No. You want me to give you the answer? Yeah, give me the okay, answer. Okay, it's Lunar Larry. Lunar, that's and terrible. And then they thought that that was real wacky. That's silly. And so they said, wait a minute, why don't we name him after, you know, someone that's actually been to the moon. So that's Buzz Aldrin, mm-hmm. who was the second man to walk on the moon. And then they just liked the cool term Lightyear. All right, I'm turning it around. I'm turning it around. Who was originally uh, supposed to play Woody instead of... Um, turning it around. Instead of Tom Hanks. This is not the segment where you drop me and ask me <laughs> okay, questions. All right, we, all right. did, we just did that. Okay, all right. Well, I'll that, that'll be for the, uh, the listeners. The next. listeners. Okay. Um, go ahead and write in. Who was originally supposed to play Tom Hanks' role? 
Oh. Was it an astronaut? Is that the flip no, around? No, well, he's a cowboy. Oh, and no, no, no. I mean, funny you mentioned that because though. the person who was supposed to play him was actually kind of a cowboy, kind of a famous cowboy. Oh. In, in my world. In my world, he's a famous cowboy. Okay, know. go ahead. All right. All right, so this next one, really interesting. So we all know and love Lion King, I hope, at least I do. So we know the song Be Prepared. On the day that that song was supposed to be recorded, the per- so Scar sings that song. On the day that the actor that does Scar was supposed to be recorded, the actor Jeremy had a sore throat. So who ended up singing that song? What other Disney character actually ended up singing Scar's Be Prepared? Because it wasn't the person huh. that does Scar. It was just, I thought this was really funny. Because huh. it's like the complete opposite kind of character. A complete opposite it, kind of character it, from Scar. Um, and it's not a, it's not another character in The Lion King. I'll tell it's you not that. another character in The Lion King. No. Oh. Another Disney character. I'll repeat that for all of you listening. So, <laughs> so uh, Jeremy Irons is the gentleman that sings, the, that is supposed to sing Scars Be Prepared in The Lion King. On the days of recording, he was sick and had a bad sore throat. So another Disney character voice actually saying, Be Prepared for the movie. Yeah, I really, I got nothing here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a lot about the movies. I really don't. Stumps J. Okay. Do you want an answer? Can I give you a hint? Give me a hint. It's a character that everybody loves. It's a really lovable, funny, classic. Oh, Flounder. No. (laughs) Does everybody love Flounder? I love Flounder. Everyone loves Flounder in the 90s. Everyone born in the 80s loves Flounder. All right. Ready? It's Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Shut up. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. Well, I can name other name? characters What's that he did. Um, Jim Cummings is Jim the voice Cummings, of Tigger. The voice of also Tigger. Also Winnie the Pooh. Ooh, that guy. Yeah. Also, Justin's newish, new favorite character in a Disney movie. It's a new Disney movie that you will love. Is it Sporky? A new Disney movie that you fall in love with and you often sing. Oh. You really connect with this character. Are we talking about... Um, I was like, Ray- We're talking about Raymond? Yeah. Same. I thought that was Randy Newman. No, the voice is not Randy Newman. The voice is Jim Cummings. We look, I, mean, I think we looked Ooh. that up. It does sound like him, but it's not Randy Newman. Oh, wow. So interesting. So Tigger's Randy voice. Randy Newman does the music. Tigger, the happy-go-lucky, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually sings Be Prepared. Hmm. Chris Gar in the How movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Should we give Justin one more? Yeah. I think I can take one more. All right. Let's do one more. I think I can take Let one me, more I'm going to just take a look. Okay, in 1946, this is a great one, and I have to actually see this. In 1946, is this another movie one? It kind of. It's not all technically right. a movie though. All right, it's I just short, want you to know. Short... You can keep asking me these, but I'm going to get them all wrong. Wrong. Oh, yes. I lied. In. Okay, I can go with them. <laughs> I am a uh, Disney parks expert. I am not a Disney movies expert. Oh, okay. So let's switch things up. Ooh. I'm going to ask him some questions about Universal. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That'll teach me. What is the last remaining original ride in Universal Studios? Ooh. Uh, okay. Up. I know so Universal I'm going to try and go back to some originals. I know Back to the Future's gone. I know Confrontation okay. is gone. Uh, well, it's still there. It's the back, Simpsons. And I want Captain EO to come back. Oh, for all uh, y'all is this going to be the Backlot Express? Incorrect. Dang. Or it's Studio Tour. It's called nope. Studio. No. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Original ride. Hmm. 
What else do they have? It's the only original ride that remains in the park. Everything else has been redone. Uh, E.T. is gone, right? No, E.T. It's E.T. It's E.T. It's E.T. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. How so, is E.T. not gone? Autumn 2, Justin 1. I stumped you. <laughs> can, I say, can I say something fun about uh, E.T.? Sure. You know, like in Disney World, um, you got the... We were going on the um, rock and roller coaster and the movie poster said your name. Yes. Yeah. E.T. was doing that in the 80s. Really? Yeah. They, they don't. They didn't use the magic band, but basically that you told them your name when you got on the ride, and at the end, E.T. would be like, thank you, Justin. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we have to go before E.T. closes, and I'm also really sad. I don't think I realized there was even Back to the Future, and I love yeah. Back to the Future. Well, so it's gone, or did they just... It's gone. So the, uh, the uh, it's a uh, motion simulator ride, though, so and older technology, so you probably would have got a little bit oh, sick. Thank you. But even now, I mean, yeah, now it's the Simpsons ride. They used it, and that probably make you sick, too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I wouldn't have gone on it, but I would have wanted to. All right. So thank you for those. Thanks. So I got yeah. one of them right. You got one. I got two. Yeah. Size them, too. You stumped me. I don't know a lot of movies. Still now. love you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right. So that finishes up A Stumps, Jay. We're going to hop right into the travel planning segment. As I said before, today's segment is on achieving your Disney goals. And we'll follow that up with uh, Disney disasters with uh, my brother, Josh. Thank you for joining me for another travel planning segment here on Easy Dizzit. The last time we talked about not getting stuck, not holding that that Disney grudge. Uh, we talked about some strategies that you can use to keep yourself from ruminating or like, battling your frustrations. Ways to kind of just accept those frustrations and move on. So moving on is what we're talking about today. To talk about that, to talk about how to move on, we have to ask ourselves, where are we going? Where are we moving towards? To use the example from last time, if, if I can accept that I'm stuck in this terrible crowd after Fantasmic, or maybe I have a, a two-hour wait on a bus line heading back to the hotel, now what do I do? I'm just going to accept it? The guideline I'm going to suggest is make a decision that will bring you closer to your Disney goals. You might be saying, uh, Disney goals, what are you talking about? So let's talk about that. What is a Disney goal? Uh, we, we should figure this out. I'm suggesting something wide-ranging, a big picture target. The answer to the question, overall, what do I want to accomplish with this trip? So while getting a reservation at Cinderella's Royal Table might be an important objective, the question I will ask is, why do you want to go to Cinderella's Royal Table? Is it that you want immersive dining experiences? Um, Do you have a little one and you just want to see her experience joy and wonder of dining inside a castle? Uh, Or maybe you really like mediocre food at extravagant prices. Uh, So here I'm using the word goal to describe our root level motivations. Like what do we really want out of this? Not like what exactly do we want to do, but like why is it that we want to do those things? And uh, so if we're going to be talking about motivation, I think it's important to talk about value, right? So value, that's going to be, and you'll hear me use this word uh, a little bit differently than um, people will on other podcasts, right? Uh, You you might, people, when they're talking about value, they're talking about like 
bang for your buck. And that can be, you know, a value as well. But here, when I'm talking about the value, I'm talking about individual motivations. What is it that drives you to go to Disney World? You and I should say your family, right? What is it that, why are you going to Disney World? What are you trying to get out of this? That's what you value. And that's what I'm suggesting you build your goals around. Those big root level motivations. So my, my advice here is to set these goals before we get to Disney World. This is part of the planning process. What do I want big picture out of this trip? Let's talk about it with the family. And you know maybe here's some questions you can ask yourself to kind of decide maybe what it is that you value in a Disney vacation and what kind of goals can you set. So are you adventure seekers? Um, do you just love being just together? Do you really value just time together? It doesn't matter where you are, you just want to be together. Do you enjoy interactive entertainment? Do you like being insulted by your fake mom at Primetime Cafe or called out for eating ketchup at Whispering Canyon? Um, or are you foodies? Is it really you want new food experiences, try new things? Maybe you treasure relaxation and taking your time. I'm questioning Disney for a destination for you, if that is your sole motivator, but to each his own. And you can certainly relax at Disney World. Uh, do you really, really need to save money and stay on budget? Is that is that something that uh, is valuable to you? So when I asked a travel planning group on Facebook what their goals were, um, there was a lot of overlap. A lot of people had some of the same goals. So um, I'll give you like the top six or so. New experiences. People go to Disney World to try something new. And Disney World's definitely one of those places in Disneyland um, and dis just Disney destinations in general where you can experience something new even if you've been there five times. Having fun together, another big goal for people. Eating interesting food. So I think Disney is a place for a lot of people where they get the opportunity to eat things that maybe they don't have at home. Or maybe they do have at home, but they're not put in the position where it's available, right? Like, yeah, there's a really good Lebanese restaurant downtown, but you don't go downtown that often. But when you're in, you know, World Showcase, oh, Tangerine Cafe is there. Well, it's not there anymore. But when Tangerine Cafe was there, that's Moroccan, not Lebanese. But you see where I'm coming from. People talked about making memories, you know, taking pictures. This was important that they come back uh, from the trip with something that they can hold on to. A lot of people talked about, these are my people on this group, they talked about being in the moment and staying in the moment, which, you know, we talked about last time and, you know, we'll talk more about it today. I'm really glad to see people thinking about this as an actual goal, because I really think this is how, honestly, we're going to get the value, and I'm going to use it in the, the most bang for your buck sense. This is how you get value out of your vacation, is by ex being there for the entire time to experience it, or, or being there at least for as much as you can. And then uh, another thing mentioned by a few people was maintaining energy throughout the vacation. Uh, if you've ever done a Disney vacation, you know it can be an exhausting vacation. And I think that's just a great goal. It's a great goal. Personally, for me, my two major goals are one, getting most bang for my buck, because it's kind of like a game for me. I like to really see what I can get for the littlest amount of money. And two, ensuring that the people I go with have the best time possible which involves me understanding what they value. And I'm sure you can imagine how those two goals can conflict, especially if we're going with multiple people, we're gonna have conflicting goals, right? I really wanna go the cheap route. 
you know, or the most cost-effective route, not the cheap route. There's no cheap route at Disney. I want to go the most cost-effective route, but, you know, maybe my wife wants to um, have a Savannah view. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she does want to have a Savannah view. And I'm working on it. It's going to take a couple of years, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We're going to go the most cost-effective route to that Savannah route, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the DVC points. So you see how maybe sometimes you can accomplish more than one goal. Um, I, I'm, I get a little kick because, you know, I'm getting uh, a pretty good value for my dollar by renting DVC points, and she's happy because she's getting that luxury experience she wants. Okay, so say that now we have our goals and they're, they're based on our value. Great, you, you sat down with your family and you worked it out amongst yourselves. These are our, our big goals that we wanna that we want to accomplish on this Disney vacation. This is what we're in it for. And now we're put in these frustrations when we're in the park. Let's think about last episode. Um, we're we're going to uh, accept those frustrating situations. We talked about how to do that last time. We're completely zen about the situation. Okay? Completely zen about this frustration. No problem, man. I accept it. <laughs> Great. But we're not just going to sit back and let the world happen to us, right? That's not what I'm talking about. We're going to be flexible, but we're going to have agency and self-determination too, right? Because that, I mean, that's a satisfying experience where you, when you have some control over what's happening to you. So you're going to act, you know, and members of your party are going to act. So here's my guideline for you all. Whatever decision or behavior that you engage in right now, it should bring you closer to your goals. So you can use this guideline to check your decisions in the moment saying, am I moving myself closer to those goals or am I moving myself further away from those goals? So here's an example. I might've mentioned it on another show. Uh, the last time I went to Disney World, I was with my wife. It was her first time. And I had personally a pretty bad experience at the Brown Derby. Um, I didn't complain about the food that was terrible too much. Like I let them know because there was like pa there was literally paper in my food, and it wasn't that good anyway. My food was still wrapped in the parchment paper under the sauce. Okay, but I'm like, oh yeah, I know things happen. I just want to let you know, you know, my f my food is filled with paper. <laughs> and we got I think because I was so lackadaisical about it, I got really lackluster compensation. I think they gave us like the tables in Wonderland discount or the AP discount, something like 10%. Um, on a big bill that, you know, I wasn't excited to be paying anyway. So I was mad at the restaurant and honestly, I was really mad at myself because, you know, it wasn't a good meal and I could have just gotten that comped probably just by just saying it wasn't good at all, which it wasn't. Um, but I didn't, so I was mad at myself, I was mad at the restaurant, and as soon as we walk out of the Brown Derby, I take out my cell phone, I'm like, composing the Yelp review. Like, I was composing, honestly, I was composing this Yelp review while I was at dinner with my wife, right? So, here I am in Disney World, supposed to be experiencing, you know, my first signature dining uh, restaurant in Disney World with my wife, and I'm composing a Yelp review in my head. So I step out of the restaurant, and I take out my phone, I'm like, I'm on Yelp, hold on, hold on. And she stopped me. She said something like, we're in Disney right now. Is that really how you want to spend your time? And at first I'm like, yeah, I'm going to burn them on Yelp. But then I realized, no, I'm, I'm literally in like probably one of my favorite places in the world. And I'm going to go on Yelp and complain about food. That's not going to help me. That's not going to get my food any cheaper. I already paid, right? And is that going to help me make her vacation fun and exciting? No, she doesn't want to sit on a bench and watch me compose a scorching Yelp review, no matter how concise and brutal it was, right? That's not fun for her. 
So yeah, I was moving away from my Disney goals, and luckily I had her uh, to like say, hey, she was she was there to help me. So I think with with all of these things, these aren't things easily done by ourselves. And the more we can bring, you know, <laughs> our stakeholders or our loved ones in on these discussions, uh, the more we can we can help each other, you know, kind of get over some of these things and and help each other behave in ways and, and make decisions in ways that that move us closer to our goals. So that's my personal example. But maybe let's let's go back to the crowd example from the the last episode, where we were coming out of Fantasmic and we get stuck in that throng of people, and um, we're realizing that you know there's a big bus wait coming ahead of us, right? And maybe your goals for this trip or or two, right? You're spending quality time with your family, but also being well rested the entire time because you know you got a six year old that gets cranky, and you yourself you need a solid eight hours of sleep. And that's important to your families, and that's when your goals. So yeah, that that crowd that you're in, that two-hour wait for the bus is really hurting your chance uh, at meeting that well-rested goal, right? But do you see how easy getting stuck there and ruminating uh, on on that fact and letting that impact your mood? Because now you're in a bad mood. You're thinking about how little Gary is is going to be terrible tomorrow morning, and maybe you're not going to be able to rope drop tomorrow morning. You know, the the bus is going to stink and this crowd stinks and I, that guy's armpits are dripping, you know, and you're stuck here in this, this nasty place. You're not with your family. You're not spending quality time. You're in your head. So we can go from losing and or uh, having a reduction in one of those goals to missing out on both of those goals. So going back to, you know, those those techniques that I talked about last time would be super valuable to kind of like cut your losses <laughs> at this point. It's We're not going to fix everything, right? We don't have that kind of control, especially at Disney World, but we can control ourselves. That's probably the only thing you can control, uh, especially at Disney World, is your own behavior. And if you decide to behave in ways that move yourself closer to those Disney goals, you know, I, I do think you're going to have a more satisfying or you're going to have a better Disney experience. So let me give you one more example. Maybe your goals are to experience new attractions. You know, uh, you know, everyone in your family loves rides. They're all about the rides, you know. Maybe you go to Six Flags too. You like the thrill rides. You love new stuff. So everyone wants to experience new attractions, but you also and, and want to create like these positive family memories together. You're also the picture people, right? You want to get pictures in front of the rides and you want to be able to to talk about those memories with family members and share those memories. So here's the scenario. You're about to go on that ride. Maybe it's maybe fast passes back by some magic or you're you're on your way out of the park and you see that one ride you really wanted to do, Space Mountain will say, is only a 15 minute wait. Well, and which would never happen because they do stack the line on Space Mountain at the end of the day. So even if it were a 15 minute wait, it would probably read 30 or 40 minutes. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So Space Mountain showing up 10 minutes uh, and you're like, all right, you know what? We're going. And your kid, your little six year old and your eight year old, they're both against you in this moment. They're like, no, we're done. They have blisters on their feet and they just they're just dreaming of the 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 bed back at the hotel room. And they're 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 really griping and groaning. They're saying, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. 
So this situation, I'm going to be honest, this stinks, right? You, This is one of your goals and for your whole family. And maybe this is your last day in the park. Let's make it even worse. And, and you're not going to be able to come back to the park for another four years. You come every four years, every five years. So you know you're not going to be able to, to ride Space Mountain for a while. That really stinks. Um, that's hurting your ride experience goal, right? But if you think about it, pushing those two kids to keep going could result in a lot of memories uh, that maybe aren't so happy, right? And maybe not memories that you'd want to share with the grandparents at Christmas dinner, right? So this, I think it's important not just to move toward your goals, but to also understand like the relative importance of each goal and to really make sure that we're meeting our ultimate goals first, right? And I think in this case, you know, it might be those memories, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe your ultimate goal is riding all the rides, and in this case, sorry Johnny and Sally, but you're, I'm dragging your groggy butt on Space Mountain. Let's go. <laughs> and if that is your value and that is your goal, cool, and you're going to be more satisfied with that decision. And maybe that is kind of a cool story to tell the grandparents, I don't know, <laughs> or to tell them when they're a little bit older. Remember that time you were almost dead and I dragged you on Space Mountain and you screamed about it the whole time? That's a good story. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think if we're making these decisions or we're doing our best to make these decisions when we're making them in the moment in reference to our goals, I think we're going to have a better time. I do. So in summary, I'm recommending to plan some Disney goals with your family. Those big goals, those big goals. What do we really want to get out of this trip? What's most important to us? And when something does go wrong in our trip, and it will, it's very likely something will go wrong. Most likely multiple things will go wrong. And by gosh, you're going to do something about it, right? You've maybe done some acceptance, but now you're ready to act, right? You're going to act in a way that moves you closer to your most important goals and not further away from your most important goals. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this travel planning segment. It's a little bit different than other trip and travel planning segments. I'm sure you've you've heard on other Disney podcasts. And that's what we're going for here on Easy Dizit. So thanks for listening. If you have any comments, questions, things you'd like to add, things that you think I'm completely wrong about, uh, please shoot me an email, easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. And here's to hoping your next vacation is accomplished and fulfilling. Take care. Welcome to our interview segment, Disney Disaster, where we are going to talk to somebody who had, well, maybe not as much fun as they thought they were going to have at Disney World. And my guest today uh, is actually my brother, uh, my brother, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on, Josh. I appreciate it. Um, you didn't have much of a choice being my brother. No, I had zero choice. It would have been very awkward at a family, the next family gathering. Yes. Well, I mean, it's generally awkward. But, so my podcast going pretty good. Just need a couple more guests. I would love to be the guest on your podcast the most, 
yes, I would love to always be on your podcast and always tell different stories that are completely <laughs> feel like your listeners think that I'm some. Oh, I know that guy, and that can end. You're gonna be my go-to for made-up stories. Yes, please. Will we? Um, we uh, we were kind of started a podcast, right? We we kind of yeah. we we got something. So you like, I would never have thought to have done a podcast if you didn't get that one started that we started. But and then uh, stop immediately. Then stopped immediately. Yeah, it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, we were training for that half marathon, Disney half marathon that got canceled. So yeah, it's so much more comfortable not training for a half marathon. It's easier on the legs. It's easy. Yes, my knees thank me. <laughs> we're, I'm training for a couch sit now. You're doing well. I can... Yes, <laughs> got my couch muscles together. Nice. All right. So today we're talking about uh, Disney disaster. So from what I understand, uh, you had a rocky trip. Um, so maybe let's just start with like the broad outline, like, um, where, where were you going? So in the spirit of mindfulness, cause I know that's something <laughs> that you're concerned with. Let's not call it a disaster. Okay. Let's call it fun. Let's call it type three fun. Okay. Right? Well, the name of the segment's already Disney oh, disasters. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So I'm trying to spin it, but no, it's type three fun, but that's okay. All right, tell me about so what before the type three fun happened. What <laughs> what was uh, yeah? Uh, where where were you going? What resort were you at? Um, who was right. there? Okay, so we, uh, my wife and my two children, mm-hmm. um, were going with uh, some friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jay and Sylvia. Um, and we were sharing the site at uh, Fort Wilderness. Fort which Wilderness, was, the like, uh, campground or the large? Oh, did I say Fort Wilderness? I lied to you because I forgot. What's the uh, the the campground, which is named? I think it's called Fort Wilderness Campground, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I think so. Or, I think we'll, it has a, a name. We'll Let's, edit in the right name. We'll just can you like, do it with like a computer voice? <laughs> yes, I, I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Right. Uh, everybody is like you idiots. So. <laughs> Now that I've burnt my, my Disney cred, my Disney got, cred. And me too, and I'm supposed to be a, a travel planner, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, don't I, book I, with I, me. Yeah, I could have took notes. So I, where you were at? Um, actually, if I remember correctly, I know you've you've stated art of animation before. Was this the time you were at art of art animation? No, no, no. We did art of animation when we were Kelly and I, which was the best disney trip without the kids no kids best <laughs> disney trip then we stayed at um maybe it was art of animation also we stayed in the captain nemo room captain nemo probably not finding <laughs> that nemo. would be dope it was great it was like uh i was here aaron x and it was 20,000 leagues under the sea it was that's not oh, that true. would be great like finding jim nemo. henson muppets and michael jackson that's that's great Oh, oh wait! Did you say Captain? Oh, you said Captain Nemo. I said Captain I, Nemo. I was thinking Captain EO. EO, yeah, because yes. you're a Disney thinking, and I'm thinking <laughs> Jules Verne, which is wrong, very wrong. All right, so you were in the Captain EO suite at Fort Wilderness Lodge. Finding EO suite. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. So we were staying at the campsite, uh-huh. and um, it was during the Christmas break week. So, like, oh. as teachers, we have that. We have from Christmas till New Year's off. So we And this was the time that had the most amount of days. Yep. Can I ask you? Please. 
what was your first day? Was it before Christmas? Oh, what a great question. We were, I think we had finagled it somehow so that we were there on M's birthday, which is mm-hmm. the 23rd. Yeah, we were there on her birthday. I remember that. So that was cool. Cool. And um, it's, I guess, the disaster-ish part of it kind of started on a low-key. It started out slowly, or else we probably would have pulled the plug. Like, and it just it just kind of crescendoed until right before we were going to leave, where it hit maximum. What? So, what was the first inkling you had that things were going wrong? I don't know if this is specific to us. Our first symptom is getting short tempered. Okay. Right? So everybody was just kind of like, well, you know what? <laughs> Fighting and all this. And then we that's thought, hard to differentiate at Disney World where people often get a little short. Right, right, right. So at first I'm thinking, oh, we're just a little stressed, maybe a little sleep deprived. We drove down. Mm. Uh, I was thinking maybe it was just that. And, um, nope. How much fun did you have before that started? You mean like on the road or do you mean like the last couple of days of school? (laughs) The last couple of days of school tend to be stressful for us because we're having concerts, uh, winter concerts and whatnot. So did this start like as soon as you got there? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I think it, I think it, yeah, I think it started like kind of creeping in. Got it. Everybody had no energy. Everybody yeah. was kind of short. Oh. And we, and again, kind of sleep deprived. Yeah. Well, your kids are young, so they're short anyway. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Short tempered. Yes. They're no, I meant short, like they're in stature. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, because they're, they're not adults. Oh, I should do that. I should mention that my children are young and not. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We rented a stroller. Did we rent a stroller? Or we brought a stroller. We had a stroller. We were strollery. Alright, so they're like young school age kids, right? Yeah, at the time they were like four and six. A stroller is a safe bet for a four and six year old. Yeah, well you gotta know your kids and my (laughs) eldest, who will never listen to this podcast, so I'm gonna talk some smack. (laughs) She's definitely not a uh, like a seasoned walker. Right. She can walk and whatnot, but she's not putting in like nine mile days right and we knew that so we got a stroller and man was i glad we did because yeah yeah people talk about online people talk about having a stroller for their seven-year-old and -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i've got no qualms with that i remember kind of being a seven-year-old and i remember trying to get in our little brother's stroller so (laughs) right yeah and you know that's what it is when we first when we were having kids, I remember having the discussion like, well, we're going to train our kids and we're going to put them on a program and <laughs> they want to go to Disney. They're going to be able to maybe climb a mountain. And yep. that did not happen yep. at all. I did a podcast um, on that. It might be this podcast. People might have just listened to an episode that recommended a Disney walking training regimen. Yes. So if you could just go ahead and say that, don't bother. It's not going to work. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, like, no, you should probably, you know, execute the plans you make. That'd be a good idea. Like, I like making plans and then throwing them in the garbage. That's most plans. That's where they go. That's mm-hmm. why you got to make a lot of plans. I think Mike Tyson says everybody's got a plan until they've been punched in the face. Ooh, that's good. I think that applies here. That's a good Mike Tyson quote. All right, so it it didn't start with a punch in the face. There are a little, no. there are a couple jabs. It started with just maybe just a little, maybe some. Yeah. I don't know any boxing terms, but. Right. If you would 
if you would believe that while we were there, I didn't take copious notes. Like I wasn't writing down all of this <laughs> to be analyzed by ABA style. But one of the first, yeah. one, December twenty yeah. fourth. One of the first memories I have is we're in the frozen sing-along, mm-hmm. right? And this is like, you know, my girls had just seen Frozen Two. Yeah, they are amped up about yeah. Anna and Elsa. Yeah, watching all the stuff. They love and it. And they were, they were, I don't care about this Frozen sing-along. What? That's what I said. Yeah. Except I didn't say it, but I thought it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is, uh. it wasn't even that they were like verbally say, I don't care. Right. They were just like, whatever. Yeah. Eyes, eye rolling. Or... Yeah, they weren't, the reaction wasn't there that you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know, I know the kids and I'm. I've seen, I've heard them saying "Frozen" in a karaoke machine. Like you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think at now we're we've got a safe enough distance from Frozen, and they're they've aged a bit. So that'd be nice if I we don't have to hear that again. Yeah. But, you know, it's not. <laughs> if it does, it's not the end of the world. All right. So that was your first kind of hint there, Frozen. Yeah. Okay. Frozen wasn't happening. Okay. Okay. And so, but it wasn't confirmed at that point. It was far. No, from it was it was maybe. It was, yeah, it was a thought maybe in the back of my head. Like, well, something doesn't seem, something isn't lining up. Did you stamp down that thought? Because you're like, come on, I'm, this is vacation. This is Disney World, nothing. Yeah, this is not our first rodeo. So mm-hmm. we've already learned to tamp down our expectations. Like we already knew <laughs> that it wasn't going to be the um, uh, the photo worthy vacation. It was more the, we're a, we're a clock Griswold kind of family. Like that's how we... <laughs> That we do love it yeah. all right so um any other any other hints before before things got real well like when you say real because you kind of heard some of the story yeah like it steadily progressed so mm. it was like we were there for like a week so it mm. just you know like day one i don't know what's going on there right mm. and then being stalwart disney enthusiasts my mm. wife and i decided that we needed to be do as much as possible and maybe the kids and us didn't get as much sleep as we could have mm-hmm. the first couple of days. Okay. And yeah. then we they spent a night with Grandma. Oh. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I was like, hey, I know you don't want to hear this, but they, they need to sleep. <laughs> Grandma was like... Absolutely. Right to bed at seven. No problem. <laughs> Haven't seen him in years, but... Yeah, yeah. So they partied all night, I'm sure. Yeah. It was just... I think at one point, like, again, it was a lot. We had gotten a, a, a full night's sleep. It, it, it seemed like, all right, we can do this. Everything's, you know, so it had yeah. it, it got, got kind of alarming. And then it was like, oh, no, everything's fine. Everyone got some sleep. Everyone, Everyone got some yeah. sleep. And then, a couple, like, maybe the day before or the, the we were going to leave, mm-hmm. there was a point when we went to take pictures. And it was kind of late. And Zabby was, I think, starting to feel sick. And she was asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she was asleep, but she her eyes were open, and she was t- she would respond to questions. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, at that point. So she's like sleep talking. Kind of. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you all right? And, you know, <laughs> it was just like a real. Do we take the kid to the hospital? Kind of. Oh moment. wow. Oh. Uh, and I, I mean, you know, we've had two kids for a bit, and we're past the point where we run to the hospital for every little thing right, right, it, right. Was, it was it was definitely like 
okay, we need to get back, go to sleep. Did she have a fever? Nope, she didn't have a fever. Wow. No, mm, I don't remember. Or like she maybe was, a, she was a little warm or something. Yeah, but. I don't think um, anything. I think she was just. I think she was just literally worn out. Yeah. And then, um, so the big, the, the, the last night, we're like, okay, the plan is, you know, it's New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. We're going to see the fireworks. Yeah. And then the thought is, you see the fireworks, you hop in the car, you drive home. Oh, and right. Oh, you're that's, driving. That's right. You're driving, driving from Florida to New Jersey. Yes. Which is far. And we yes. always drove as, as kids. And it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and driving at night is great. Yeah, because uh, nobody's driving. Roads yeah, and it's easy to catch catch a few winks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when your partner is driving, you should oh, drive. Oh, right. no, that's what I meant. Yeah, definitely. drive. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the roads are really straight. I don't I mean, sleep while I'm driving. You can power naps. Are, yes, yes. It's called power napping. Yeah, I think South Carolina. Really, you could just sleep through South Carolina. Cruise control. Cruise control. Right, and and maybe just like. A pro tip, uh, M.M. hates loud noises. She's not a fireworks fan. Even with, con- uh, we bring construction headphones. We bring construction headphones. Yeah. Throw them on their heads because we don't yeah. like, just, you know, deal with the kid. But yeah. She wasn't, you know, she's like, I don't want the fireworks. So we hop on Small World and there's no line for Small World. Yeah. And Rides during fireworks. 15 minute ride, man. And when it was over, I asked the lady, I'm like, hey, the fireworks are going on? She's like, yup. There's nobody in line. I'm like, hey, can we uh, we go again? We spin this again? Yep. And I can't. I won't tell you her name in case you know she broke a rule, and I don't want her to go to Disney jail. But yeah, we went. <laughs> we were on the Small World for a, a solid half hour. Nice. And yeah, it was great. And then so we're getting ready to see the parade or whatever. I forget. I think there was one of the last electrical oh, parades, maybe okay. or maybe not. I can't okay. remember. But whatever it was. Emmy just started vomiting. Oh, right at Disney World? Right at Disney World. And um, now this is, we should say, this is pre pandemic. So, is, it, like, if this had happened after the pandemic, the, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's kind in of funny. Hindsight, in hindsight, I'm like, I wonder when all this started. <laughs> when it really started. Because. Oh my yeah. gosh. Josh, like, you're patient zero. <laughs> we are patient zero. <laughs> Um, but she just and she went to the Disney doctor. There's a little Disney doctor by uh, Doc McStuffins. Uh, no, I think it was an actual real human doctor or nurse oh, a human or whatever. Doctor. It was okay. like, yeah, it was in uh, off to the side. Well, by, I mean, uh, Doc McStuffins is a real doctor, but sure, sure, <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> and then it was so it was just, I think she she vomited a little bit. We we're like, oh, shh, shh, cool bought her a new shirt because we weren't rolling with extra shirts mm-hmm. and um, I think she vomited again and then we were like alright yep so we go there and they have her drinking you know some kind of Pedialyte situation you know to keep her hydrated and whatnot. Yep. so that was tough that was the last day that was like right, right before we were leaving yeah and then it was just a, ma- a simple matter of getting home in the car with a little girl who it started as vomits and then whatever it was progressed from the upper opening uh-huh. to the lower opening. Yeah. And there was lots of that coming out. Oh, no. And lots of stopping. So we ended yeah. up getting a, a hotel. I think we, I don't know how far we made it, but we didn't make it far. And we ended up getting a hotel and just kind of riding it out. And then, you know, we all kind of got sick. We were all, uh-huh. yeah, but I think, oh. yeah, it was some kind of nasty flu. 
Yeah. Maybe coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anybody had corona in December, right? No. 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 But it was, my gosh, it's going back to that type three fun, right? The, <laughs> you know about the types of fun? There's This is an Andrew Skirker thing. There's three types of fun. Okay. The, type one fun is it's fun to do and it's fun to talk about, right? Right. Then type two fun, not so much fun to do, but it's fun to talk about after. Like okay. When you yeah. hike up a mountain with me, we go to New Hampshire and you come up into the mountains. Right. Not going to be fun. No. But it will be fun afterwards. You'll be like, remember that time? Yes. Yes. Okay. I like it. And then there's type three fun. And that's when it's not fun to do. <laughs> and it's not fun to talk about afterwards. <laughs> oh, good thing I'm having you here. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the top. It. Yeah. It's a type. It's, so it's not a disaster because then we're putting it, we're, we're branding it as a bad thing. It's fun. It was, it was type three. So at any point, did you consider pulling the plug? Um, whatever it was, was insidious, man. It, it kind of, you know, maybe at some point, but mm. as soon as like the thought came up or the words yeah. came out, everybody was fine. Everyone's and fine. And just like, whatever yep. it was, was just trying to make sure that we were in deep. Yes. But, you know, I would much rather had to go down this way. Yeah. I, I think than to throw up day one and lose the whole thing. Yeah. Or, or just all of us be there sick with the flu. So you um, you haven't been since, right? That's right. No, the world stopped, I think. Like yeah, now. the world stopped shortly after um, because your patient zeroed it pretty hard. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Stop eating bats, by the way. Yeah, Which well, <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, so next time you go, how is that experience going to affect what you do interesting question interesting question um i've got i can answer that in a couple of different ways right okay please answer it with a rhyme if you can oh no absolutely <laughs> not sorry i'm supposed to yes andrew but no full stop mm -mm, shut that down <laughs> well the optimistic version is that that's probably a worst case you know flash in the pan kind of thing and i mm. and i would hate to let fear uh, drive the uh, the bus as it, as it were. You know, mm. like I don't want to like let my decisions be clouded by fear. Mm. Right. That's the that's the ideal answer. I like the pragmatic that. answer is I'm too stupid to learn from my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> like the you know the or the more truthful, not pragmatic. But like I let's see. Um, there's no reason why I can't roll into Disney with backup. Like at least like backup shirts. So uh, when you talked about buying a shirt and it getting vomited on, this is so I'm like I'm not gonna grift Disney. Oh well, I might grift. No, wait, I'm not gonna grift Disney, but I <laughs> might hold my kid with her vomit covered shirt, bring it right back up to the store and be like, oh man, she's sick. Can you help? You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I I believe Kelly went into the store, bought a shirt. And then, like, Emmy was, like, um, you know, sick. And my, my, uh, my wife was, like, oh, this is, this is awful. And the girl gave her, like, a like a snap bracelet. Like, a, you know, like a... Oh, my God. They can do better than and, that. You no, know, well, okay. So, things you need to know about having a child in Disney is whatever you think is what they want to do or whatever expensive thing is, like, nope. They don't need to go on the rides. They're happy at the, the playgrounds, right? They don't need like some fancy thing. That snap bracelet was the world to her at the moment. Noted. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm dying, but Noted. check out the snap bracelet. 
I love it. Okay. All right. She knew what she was doing then. This right. lady knew what she was doing. Is there anything else we would do differently? No. No? No. I think maybe rolling with some, like, some NyQuil or DayQuil or something like that. <laughs> but I think we might have even had some. But definitely we wouldn't have had kids. Yeah. Kids and so you um, you stayed at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds uh, for the entire time, right? You were there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about a week. Yeah. I've and like I mean, you were in Disney World. Um, yeah. Did you go to all the parks? Probably. Yeah. Can you remember any uh, fun things that that happened in this kind of? slowly deteriorating trip uh, maybe what were like some fun moments that there were all kinds of fun moments man um so i can tell you about all the awesome rides one of my favorite moments was while we were waiting for the bus to pick us up you know in our camp loop uh m and z would just kind of climb up onto the bus station um <laughs> like uh you know the you know they hop up on the 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 log fence. Okay. They would do like almost, I swear I'm not this old, but I'm going to make a laughing reference where they're just like kind of popping up being like, Hey, M. Yeah, Z. <laughs> <laughs> like, knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> and just like, they had like some kind of oldie timey vaudeville routine that they were working on. <laughs> you got some that weird kids. That was adorable. Yeah. Oh, oh. Love it. Oh my gosh. Weird. So that's, that's great. That's great. Um, Thank you for for coming on and you know reliving some of this uh, this uh, you know type three fun and thanks for coming on and you know sharing some of the good stuff too. No, I know it's my, it's my pleasure. Overall, your worst week in Disney is typically better than your worst week at work or at home, right? I mean, like well, well, flu sucks at home, at home too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. No. It yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, think that's that's what I meant. Yeah. Worst. <laughs> It's yeah, that's it's funny because I hear that like the the worst day on the trail is the better than the best day at work. It's like says the person who has never had dysentery on the trail. <laughs> um, but even even with the massive amount of vomiting and the you know fearing for my children's well-being, yeah, I mean the good news is the brain like just you know the. Whether it's a, a function of sleep deprivation or what, mm-hmm. but the brain just forgets all scary stuff. It does. You just remember the good stuff. That's right. Most That's of the right. scary stuff. Well, you took the pictures of the good stuff. You didn't take no, the pictures took, of no, the dysentery. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure there's some vomit pics. <laughs> well, that's good too. Yeah. Share them on social. Hashtag <laughs> WDW today. Yeah. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, once again, thank you so much, Brother Joshua, for uh, for coming on and, and giving the chat. And I uh, hope to have you uh, on again soon, maybe for a, a new segment or maybe yeah. most magical moments or help Justin or something anything, like that. Anything I can do to hear my own voice. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Joshua, for joining me on this uh, Disney disaster or Disney type three fun segment. I appreciate it a great <laughs> deal. And uh, have a great night. So you too, buddy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Easy Dizit Podcast. I do appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode about, you know, making those Disney goals and the conversation about dysentery in Disney World. 
uh, really high quality content. And that's what we're dedicated to here at the Easy Dizit Podcast. So if you'd like to get in touch, please do so. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com. I'd love your comments, questions, answers, queries, conundrums. Send it all my way. You can also follow me on Instagram at EasyDizit. And I'm also a travel planner. So if you're heading to Orlando for Disney or Universal or you're going to Anaheim for Disneyland or you want to get on a big boat and do a Disney cruise or maybe you want to travel the world with Adventures by Disney, drop me an email and we will talk. All right, until next time, easy dizzit.